What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition here, another episode here, another podcast here with your host, The D is Silent. Um, today is Monday, January 23rd, about 5 p.m. in the evening, and I'm going to start building this episode um, from the ground up. And in case you guys are just out there and just listening, um, Sports is, um, you know, kind of in full swing. Got football coming to a close. Basketball starting to heat really up. You know, but I kind of want to give a break from the sports world. Um, get back into the gaming world or get back into movies. Uh, but then, but I wanted to talk about a little bit about heavy metal. And, uh, and just tickets and concert prices in general i don't know what's going on out there this is like every show that's gone way up in price and i understand inflation and gas prices but it's like damn the fucking tickets went way up too like they just did man i mean i don't know concerts What's going to happen? But I want to go to several concerts and like all of them are expensive. And it's like shit. Um, Pantera just announced a show with Lamb of God. Or a tour, I should say. Later this year. And I was kind of wondering about going to see. I want to see Metallica uh, with Pantera. But you have to go see... You have to get two tickets and go both nights to Metallica and see Five Figure Death Puncher, whoever the fuck that is. And it's all the way in SoFi Stadium, which I don't like. And it's just what it is, man. It's like, damn. Some bullshit. Um, And I don't know. I mean... I really wish... This era of gentrified show going, this Coachella, this festival shit needs to die. Just really driving out the market for, you know, concert goers like myself. Just really driving it out. Like, I just kind of feel like they're making the experience that was, was, that once was, like, grab 20 bucks, head on over to your show. It wasn't sold out, you could just get in, watch the bands play, I mean, even if it was a hot ticket, you know, you get in, watch the show, and, you know, you're done, I mean, your little local band, or your little, your heavy, your little, you know, that was just it, I, I don't know, like, I just kind of feel like those those days are over. Like, they got pre-sales and meeting greets and all this extra bullshit. It's like, damn, it's not even about the music anymore for the most part. Um, and then it's like, well, you have to actually commit to a fucking show because the fucking ticket prices went way up. And I can afford it. But if you're a young kid, where do you go? Like, you can't fucking afford an $80 meet and greet. You know, and then putting them fucking putting limits on, you know, 
if you don't get a meet and greet or you don't buy or you're not there first in line, you don't get you know you don't get to chance to even get to the front of the fucking arena or the the stage is also bullshit. The way they've cordoned off things like that really takes away from the experience of being um, into music. I mean, it's just what it is. Uh, but with all that said, uh, there's some interesting, very interesting kind of tours out there um, coming up. You Gojira, Mastodon, Lorna Shore, which I'm deciding against right now. I'm probably not going to go to that because I don't find Mastodon to be very good and Gojira is just whatever. The only band I want to see on there is Lorna Shore. The Acacia Strain is coming out and while I usually go see the Acacia Strain again, they've done a really lackluster tour. Um... Fit for an autopsy and two other bands who I don't really care about. Uh, Wage War, uh, some random act in spite is kind of vaguely interesting as well. Um, and when I mean vaguely, I mean it's vaguely because I, I love spite, but they're opening, and then I have no idea who the second act is, and then it's you got Wage War, like. Up at the top, and yeah, and I don't know what you're gonna get there either. I want, I want, I would love for them to be a heavy, but I kind of feel like they kind of, they have heavy songs, and they're just not really going to play all those heavy songs. I mean, but you, you know, I don't know, man. And I, I gave up on them for a whole entire album. It's one thing that I'm sitting here like, damn, like, you know, it's what it is. And then, I mean, you got. Uh, what other tours? You got Slaughter to Prevail and the tour they're on, which I am going to with my brother. Caliucci's uh, just dropped a tour, and you know they're not coming to LA, or she's not coming to LA. Uh, she's playing Coachella, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm not going to spend that kind of money to go to one Coachella date. Um, and it's just one of these things like I'm like looking at the tours upcoming tours and I'm like kind of really downhearted and disgusted by all of them that are coming out younger me would have not gone to not a one of these shows probably because they most of them are they most of them stink and that kind of leads me back to I don't know what's going on with heavy metal but once again we've gotten back to you have one good band on or one band that you want to see, and you have other bands surrounding it that are not exactly the same style, and they all kind of are different, and they all kind of sometimes the other two or three bands on the bill suck, uh, which is the case with uh, Lorna Shore's upcoming tour. Uh, Mastodon is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, people. I didn't even know Mastodon was still in existence, man. They haven't been relevant since they fucking came out back when I was, like, fresh out of high school, like, 15 years ago. And I mean, I have not seen them on anybody's tour, done anything. Also, the Chaos and Carnage tour with, I think, Suicide Silence. 
And that's another one that looks fucking piss poor too. I mean, it's like, damn. They're not even that good, man. Um, but yeah, I, your fucking Mastodon, uh, it's just, it's like, wow, like, and Gojira, I mean, it's whatever, man. I mean, like, that, that tour, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just, I mean, again, I, I love Lorna Shaw. I love what they really stand for. I love that they, what they're playing, and it's like, Okay. Um, but that the lineup sucks, man. Totally sucks. And I'm looking at this chaos and carnage line: is dying fetus, suicide silence, born of Osiris, aborted, and like three other bands, uh, Slay Squad, which I love me some Slay Squad. Crown, I don't know, and I can't even read the other band's name. And so I know just like. Half or three quarters of that lineup is fucking trash. Um, I'm not exactly sure who's keeping Dying Fetus alive. Uh, who's keeping Born of Osiris alive? You know, I that Born of Osiris faceless. I mean, these are bands that like. I mean, I don't know. I was I've seen a couple times, and. I try to get into their music and it's just like it's not they are not my cup of tea um I mean it's just what it is man I mean I have no desire to go to that fucking show either and that's what I'm talking about I don't really know who's putting all these bands together or their friends and they just think that their music and and I'm sure like the chaos and carnage is gonna go to that house of blues and I'm I'm sure they can find a thousand people or however many people fit up in that bitch. Fifteen hundred people. And that show is like, wow, that's an amazing show. I'm sure they can find a thousand people between all of them. But it just it's not good. Like I don't know who is fucking in charge of what. I, that's what I don't get. I mean, you you, you want to put people into a show, and for a while, their hardcore, heavy metal, metalcore tours had corrected itself because this used to happen back in the day. Um, back when I was younger and growing up, uh, in into the heavy, I always didn't understand why there would be a random ass band, um, and this happened to Knock Loose earlier to me, not earlier this year, but last year, early in the year, in April, there was Knock Loose, Kublai Khan, and there was Movements, or Moments, or whatever the band's called, and I, and I always want, like, I was like, damn, that's so, con- why the fuck is that band even there? Why is it even there? Who, who said for that band to be there? Um, and now in my adult, in that, that kind of shit would happen back in my days, like, in my early heydays, I was like, why is this band even on this fucking tour? Like, the the crowd is not reacting to it. It's the wrong fucking venue for them. And I kind of get it. I kind of don't. I kind of feel like people or, you know, labels or whatever, just put them there. Like, we'll get out there, go on this tour, maybe you'll find three people that like you. 
and you just build off of it like like maybe that's the the reasoning um but the heavy metal needs to stop this like we're coming back out of covid we're coming back into the fray of concerts uh we've got some hot ticket bands out there uh Lorna Shore being one you got Knockloose being another um you know you've got heavy metal acts now starting to fold into the fucking figure out the TikTok algorithm and the Instagram algorithm a little bit better um and what's needed in song bites we need we're back to one liners which I do love um but again the fucking tour is like, one tour that is kind of interesting uh is a Kublai Khan with um uh, fucking, I can't think of the name of the band right now. Uh, and they're a big band too, but I, I don't really fuck with them myself personally. Uh, whatever fucking tour that is, um, maybe I should Google it right, right quick. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hank, bear with me, everybody. Google Context. Who are they on tour with? It is gonna be. Uh, wow, I can't. I can't find it. Wow, I can't find it. It's not infant alien. Infant annihilator can't fucking let me see let me see if I pull it up on Ticketmaster what comes up yeah but the tour is not Die Art Die Art is murder there we go um that's a vaguely interesting concert again the styles are a little bit different um and again, I'm like left... But for the most part, the tours have been shit. Um, the tours have been fucking shit. It's something that's unbelievably shit. Uh, that all of these tours that have been announced... I'm like, some of my favorite bands are like, damn. Fucking terrible. Uh, and it's like, damn, I don't know what... I mean... Like... You know, just it's just bad. I mean, I don't know. You, know, I, I guess maybe the the reasoning behind it is like, okay, if we get this one band that has a completely different fan base from another band, and we're gonna collide their two genres together um, because of ticket sales or something to make sure this, make sure the fucking tour is gonna do well. Perhaps maybe that's the reasoning behind it. But as far as I'm concerned, the big executives and the and and the people hosting these fucking shows they they need to really understand what's going on and it drives people like me away from shows because I'm like I'm not going to waste $80 or $100 to watch one band that I do like and the other bands are iffy like if I wanted to do something like that to listen to a band that I hadn't I could do that on Spotify. You know, I, I'm not going to pay money to go see that band. 
Because I don't really like that man And they have other bands that are like Well you might like this band Yeah and that's a big fucking might It's a big fucking might um, It's really stinking up the joint right now The fucking tours that have been announced uh, But with all that said um, I guess I gotta take my challenge here as well uh, I'm trying to online bully Throwdown um, Took my talents to TikTok And to Twitter To fucking uh, I, I guess It's now coming down to I will give up moshing I will give up that form of Physicality Not just But I need to see Throwdown Throwdown is like one of the last bands That I want to check up off my list Before call it a day um and I don't know there's a rare chance that this fucking podcast just goes through the roof but throw down if you're out there listening uh get your fucking ass up off that couch like Jamie Jess said and get the fuck up on tour sick of this shit we had a long enough break um find a couple of fucking ba- old band members put together a fucking like a fucking 10 run West Coast tour team up with uh, Hatebreed and fucking I don't know like Dying Wish or somebody and do a little West Coast run when Hatebreed decides that they're gonna tour again out this way in like another year or two get it the fuck done Dave Peters because again as I've mentioned on Twitter and I mentioned on TikTok Got nothing better to fucking do, and and I'm gonna just sit here to the day that fucking comes to get your ass up, and on and I, you know, and I get it, I get it, I get it. Throw down, you guys got lives. You don't really fucking see the need to grind out a fucking tour, and you don't really want to. And but who's to say that you can't play a fucking show once in a blue moon? Like, hey, that is part of your fucking spiel, your shtick. Your fucking gig, eh? Like, and and if I have to, I will start doing all the research that is required, and start figuring it out, and become basically your social media manager. Because I'm tell you what, Throwdown is needed more now than in the past. I'd say uh, Throwdown should be at least considering the possibility of making. Like a couple of singles here and there. Um, I understand, you know, I myself, I am not straight edge, but I I do understand the straight edge uh, movement. I do, I do, I respect it. It's a very noble uh, stance to have in life. Um, but I think being straight edge or not, and even fucking most dope heads will fucking sit here and tell you that fentanyl fucking sucks. And something needs to be fucking done. And for Throwdown to be a, probably one of the biggest straight edge bands in existence. Uh, for them to be sitting on the sidelines. Uh, goofing off. And just not doing anything. And I don't, I don't need them to be out there fucking causing it. But, but they should be out there. A little bit more than what they are. So, throw down. Um, 
again, once again, once again, I'm, I'm in trying all avenues here to make it happen. We don't need again. I don't need you to come out of retirement and fucking drop an album, sign a record deal, and have fucking a three month run tour or drop your life, uh, drop you know what you're doing in life and have this massive U.S. and running all that shit. No. Uh, bleeding through, uh, I think, is the route you should go. But again, again, Bleeding Through kind of is doing what 18 Vision is, is doing. And that's once in a while they go on a little tour. Uh, James and, you know, if you pay attention to his Instagram and his, or not his, his Twitter, uh, they prop up every little while. They, every little while, I just see a little crumb, a little, there's a little crumb, bread crumb trail that AT Vision does. And they go out on tour and, and they do a little, you know, like a little, like a month long little run there or like, and in the month, it's only, it's only like 10, 12 shows, maybe 15 at the most. I understand you guys are older. I, I totally get that. I understand you guys got families, schools, children's daughters, you know, you're married. This, that, and the other thing, I get it, but, um, it's shit, the, the throwdowners need more now than they ever have been, I mean, I, I'm in agreement too, uh, vaping is for the fucking birds, uh, only dumb motherfuckers stick a fucking mechanicalized cigarette pen with fucking God knows what kind of fucking liquids in it. Smoke the fuck out of it Collapse I mean you gotta be a special kind of stupid To be fucking vaping uh, And again I mean if you're popping pills And I, I mean and fucking lean Has gotten so popular with you I mean throwdown is needed and, and much beyond that I mean The music I love their music I mean I love throwdown music One of my favorite bands out there in existence uh, it would just be such a bummer just if they never came back that at least gave you a little tingling a little crop dusting of you know like hey we're still in existence we're looking for other straight edge bands to lead the way you know going forward when we do fucking decide to forever retire and we're too old or there's no no more living OG band members left to fucking at least even consider it. I understand that. I mean, I understand, but they're last time I checked, they're all well-bodied and enabled to at least make it make sense. And again, I, I mean, I'm just these are just voices of my opinion. Not that I gotta fucking, but I, I think I gotta turn up the heat. Throwdown has always been a little bit of a fun band. So I decided, you know, again, once again on Twitter to start bullying them. Uh, take my talents to TikTok. Um, trying to get, trying to build an online presence. And it's just going to go, man. It's just going to go. Uh, again, I mean, I for myself, I'm not straight. I was like, I drink beer. Um, occasionally, I smoke smoke of the fucking marijuana. I smoke a joint, you know. I have a bowl. And, I mean, I've dabbled with edibles. I don't really edibles, not really my thing. It's a little too strong. Um, but I get it. I mean, 
again, I don't really feel that people should be popping any sort of fucking pills, uh, prescription or not. Uh, nobody should be shooting shit in their arms. Nobody should be fucking snorting up white powder, doing who knows, laced with what the fuck. Um, and nobody should, I don't, you know, vape, vaping is, and, and all those fucking weed cartridges too, the weed pens is another fucking thing. Like, I mean, all that shit needs to go away. I don't know why we've got so many laws protecting us from drugs, and yet, I, everywhere I fucking go, people are vaping and fucking doing dumb shit. Like, and I don't know, like, we got so many laws in America supposedly stopping drugs from, and fucking people are overdosing on opiates and fucking fentanyl, like, left and right. And what the fuck is that all about? You know? So that's going to wrap it up for here. I'm going to pause this episode. We're going to come back and talk about something else and wrap up this, you know, podcast that I'm building now. So hang tight, guys. I'll be right back. Well, hello again, everybody. I'm back. Um, So I'm going to try to wrap this episode up here. Let's talk a little bit about uh, finances and credit and just some other topics in general, but, uh, yeah, uh, where do I begin? I'm trying to build back credit. You know, it's, I know we were, I was just talking about concerts and shit and like stuff like that, but also I want to do things in my life and, uh, building credit is kind of a necessity. The older you get, the better your credit has to be. Because the shit really sucks financially out there. And I don't know what you guys' financial thought process is right now. I know sometimes I talk about finances on here. And, you know, even though I can garner enough money and gain enough money to, you know, purchase big items, you still need credit. Like, everybody needs credit. And that kind of sucks. Because every little fucking thing um, is based off of credit. And I don't know about you guys, but I have credit karma. And I think they're a fucking joke and a lie. They lie about a lot of shit. And they're also real hoes about kicking your your credit up a notch or two. Um, but also the, the financial companies are some bullshit. So, with all that said, let's get into this episode about... Where I'm at financially, um, it's early January 2023. I'm on the hunt for a house this year, as again, I've stated in the past. I'm on the hunt for, you know, more business equipment. I'm dead set on making the world I live in fucking, you know, I want, I want, this is my time. I feel like. Before I was in survival mode, but now I'm trying to gain, and I'm trying to conquer. I, I want my piece of the pie, um, and I want a big slice. I don't want just no baby slice of the pie. I want a fucking. I, I want it all. Um, I want the crown. You know, and I want, and with all that, I mean, it comes a lot of money, and, and you gotta have that ambition, that drive to get it. 
Uh, but it all starts at the baby steps. You know, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about that, where I'm at baby stepping in along the way. Um, over the last year, no, over the last two years, I've paid off multiple vehicles. I've paid off multiple credit cards. I've closed down accounts. And all of that negatively impacted my credit. And while I don't really care that it negatively impacted me, it does present problems. I honestly could care less about it negatively impacting my credit score. I honestly could care less about credit score. Care le- what does people do care about credits is your banks and shit. And as far as I'm concerned, they can all suck a big fat cock because that's what banks are there for just to suck just just to suck the fucking the dick of the world like just what it is it's no two way two ways about it um uh, but with all that said you know i've paid off a lot of things and that negatively drove my credit down and then i've gotten credit cards and it hasn't gone back up and i bet apparently closing off accounts Is the worst shit you can do. You would think bankruptcy or lawsuits and liens would be like top priority, and but it's you know, and I guess it, to a degree it does. But I think what what the world needs to understand about credit: a lot of people are on their credit shit, uh, and the door swings both ways. I mean. You can fake it till you make it. And I believe if you have credit cards and you just don't use them. And you just have them open for a long time. And you very rarely use them. I mean, that's the temptation is there. Because America is the land of opportunities. Do there's a sell. But you don't have the money. But I'll go put $100 on the card. And then $100 turns into fucking... You don't have the money to make a payment. And all of a sudden that you're paying three or $400 on a $100 purchase. And the same goes if you're couple thousand like oh shit I need I want to take a trip to the Bahamas or something let me just swipe that card spend two G's you know yellow you know you, I mean and honestly that is what America is about but at the same time you know you're not supposed to be doing your card like that you're not, not supposed to um, but for game's sake, you can get like 20 credit cards and just transfer the funds back and forth with each other and not make an actual payment and keep a revolving balance. Although the banks are very privy to that as well. But it can be done. And so that's where I'm at now. Now I'm trying to trick the companies into believing that I'm some sort of all-star credit superstar now. And there's ways to go about that. I'm um, starting to pull out multiple cars. But not, I'm not using any of them. Just They just kind of have them. Um, you know, just kind of like they're there. I've been steady. I've kept Daniel's jewelry, the account open for such a long time. Um, I'm, I was always in there building back my credit that way. I got the Apple credit card, which I think I used to buy movie tickets. 
think I spent like 20 bucks. Um, I'm waiting for that payment to come through. Um, I have Credit Inc., I believe, and I have American Bank Visa Debt Discover. I have a couple of credit cards now, and I'm trying to now get, garner my way into fucking better credit. Like, you know, that's just what I want to do. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's not even what I want to do. You have has to get done. It's just another piece, another piece of the puzzle that I'm puzzling together now to get, uh, once again, get myself a home, find myself a better life and become the champion that I know I can be. Uh, I'm going to use all my smarts to conquer, um, you know, because I, I believe we're in the midst. America's in the midst right now, of like a 20 year run, maybe even 30 year run where the money's going to be good. And it's in it won't be for another generation that they won't have a, a recession quite like the one I experienced when I was at my younger age. And by the time it does hit, I'll have already been well prepared, well you know, established and it's not hopefully it won't affect me. Um that's what I believe. I, I believe I'm going to, you know, I, I've got, I've, as I stated many times, I plan to retire when I'm 50-something. I've got myself like a 20-year run to take over the reins of things and, and make shit happen, you know? That's what it's all about, making shit happen, making shit, making movements, you know? And I, and I don't want to be like that kind of guy, like, oh, like, you know, like, talk real big about myself. But you got you to gotta believe in yourself. Nobody else is going to believe in you. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to be your own voice of reason. Say, hey, you know what? Today is the day. It's going to happen. It's self-belief in oneself, you know. And then you've got to have... you got to have the able body. I mean, we no longer live in a world... It doesn't matter what type of government or type of country. You've got to get up. You've got to get out there. You've got to grind it harder than everybody else. You've got to want it because it's not just gonna get. I'm for the most part, it's not gonna get given to you. Um, once people see the grind, and once see people how fast and how quick and how you know, you know, it's crazy because once people see your talent. And you may not even be great at the talent, but they see your hustle and they see your motivation and your and your speed, you know, then they start saying, oh, shit, like you can get it done. And that's what it's all about. This world is based off of, off of basically speed because it doesn't matter where where you're born. If one guy takes one day to do things, but you get it done in three hours for the same price, it's an easy no brainer. And even if the quality isn't as great, but nonetheless, it's like, oh, hey, I need you to type up an essay for me. And boom, you get that shit done in an hour. Like, doesn't even matter if it's grammatically incorrect. There's a lot of run on sentences, but it's done. You know, it's done. You can fix some errors later. Like, it's just done. You move it on. Get to the next level. That's what the world is built on. Um, and it's such it's such a stark contrast because 
you know, I was just in Cancun recently, and you could just see the the hustle, the, the attention to detail, and the overall, you know, you know, the, the waiters and the people at the hotels wanting to help you take your bags. I was giving five dollar tips because the people were like, "Hey, let me help you with those bags." You know, we're, 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 what room are you in? Uh, let's get you to the elevator quick. Let me hold the door for you. I got it. I got it. Let, let's go. You know, that level. And this is nothing. Like, I would, you know, I would if, give a $5 tip if there was that same sort of effort in, you know, here in the States. There's not. I get, you go to a hotel here in the States, you're on your own. They don't need, you know, the same at Home Depot, you're on your own. It's, it's night and day difference the, the level of service you get, and that's true. Like the same, the same applies here. You know, you go to a restaurant and uh, people are like, hey, sit down when you want. You know, okay, get a cheeseburger, and then they don't come back to you, even regardless if the food is good. You know, you might be like, oh, you know, service is kind of sucky. Like, you might go to where like, uh, I I, I want to put it like this way. In and out, they're on that shit. What would you like? They're out there greeting you at the car. That's probably why In and Out has really changed the game for me. Um, and why they kind of are the reign supreme here in California. And why you now starting to see they've kind of changed the game. Chick fil A does it. Um, and a couple of other places do it too. Dutch Brothers. Even Starbucks to some degree, they're out there ready to take your order. What do you want? Like, we'll get you lined up. You need, you know, there. There's a level that most Jack in the Box is not. They can't get to it. You know, there's just a level that they can't. They can't achieve because of the service. And I don't even consider like me in and out guy. I don't even consider. In and out to be the best burger. It is a really good burger. It's probably it's not, it's definitely in the top three, maybe even top two. Uh, I, I I particularly am fond of Farmer Bo- Farmer Brothers burgers. You know, there's local here in where I'm at. You know, Baker's is a, a great burger as well. But them two joints don't have what In and Out has. In and Out. Um, they don't offer anything special either. It's just like burger and fries and milkshakes. It's literally all they offer. But I'll go to In-N-Out. And I love In-N-Out because I get there and they're snappy on it. Uh, if you order it 99% of the time, no tomatoes, no onions, extra pickles. That's how your shit's coming. They don't fuck it up either. And that's what I'm talking about. When it comes to this level of speed... Um, that's just what it is. I mean, and that's kind of where where I'm at. You got I'm I'm at that level right now. I know I'm I want everything. I want everything. I want it now. Like and I can do things my way in my own way that I've wanted to do it and it's just it's going to get done. Like it's what I see. It's just what it is. You gotta make it happen. You gotta make it happen. A lot of people, I don't think, understand that. And when it comes to credit, you know, and getting shit done, I'm gonna conquer that game as well. Like that's nothing to me, but a, a game of numbers. Now it's like, okay, I'm hovering right around 700. Well, like, let me make it 800. I'm gonna figure out. Uh, I've been googling. I've done enough research. 
to now get myself to 800 and then I'm not and then I'm not leaving that zone for the rest of my life um, I pay off things quick enough so that way I'm not going to get trapped in like oh you know the words in the back of the day was uh, spending beyond your means like no I'm not going to spend beyond my means I'm going to spend to make means you know you got to spend money to make money but not going to spend beyond my means either. Uh, I'm, I've dialed down my my business and I am at 100% uh, knowledgeable of my business. I can get jobs done and I'm getting things done. And, you know, I've got a handle on that aspect. So with that said, um, it's just one of those things, man. Like, we're cooking here in the finances. Um I've also learned now that you can extend contracts. So, you know, I, you know, when I first bought my car, I was like, damn, that got like five years to go, like four years to go. Like, I got so much time. And I was like, okay, I've got like, I would call in like, oh, I got two years to go. Like, oh, I got like, you know, just a year more to go. And like next February, it'll be done. And I was eyeballing those like days like those at the end that would be free of a payment. And while that is true, I think most people don't realize when you pay things off, it kind of negatively impacts you like it did me. Uh, you can refinance your automobile once you get it down to like 500 bucks. And you could just stretch that out a whole nother year or two and then overlap Okay, a low payment was something that you want to buy, like, oh, and then take that off as you buy. That's what I'm going to do now. Stretch out the last payments so that way I don't have a situation again where that, that happens to me, where my credit goes down before I need to get something on credit, like a uh, tractor or uh, a truck or a piece of work equipment. And now that I'm learning that now, I mean, when I'm get when I get into my 40s here in a couple of years, I'm going to really start hammering out these fucking things that out there in the world where people are like, you know, like a house. A house right now in California is crazy because most houses are about a half a million and better. Anything decent. And you need hella capital down payment to walk into one and when I when you know the situation is like okay your credit needs to be top dog and you need a fat bankroll I'm capable of the fat bankroll my credit is not top dog now but I'm working on that and saving that kind of money I know can be done I know I can do it I'm going to gain on the I'm going to expand my businesses um, to a level where I know that I'm pulling in that kind of money quarterly on the year. I want to pull in sixty to eighty thousand, hundred thousand uh, dollars every quarter. And that means I want to, you know, I'm going to be peaking up up four hundred to five hundred half a million dollars a year. That's what I want to make. Uh, I don't need to make more than that, but I'm gonna. I need to make that. That way, at one point in the quarter of the year. I can pull money aside 
and say, hey, look, we're making a big purchase on a piece of land, making a big purchase on a home, making a big work purchase, you know, buying a truck or a tractor, you know, flat out, like, okay, an $80,000 tractor, I want to buy it flat out, like, you know, maybe finance, and then maybe not flat out, but maybe just finance, like, I don't know, $10,000 of it, like, we're putting 60000 down or something. I think that's ultimately where I'd be comfortable doing something like that. Uh, you know, and just leaving a little tell out there just to keep your credit active. Um, and that's kind of what I'm aiming for now. That's what I see going forward. And as I, you know, as I get into this year, I haven't been really able to make content because I haven't really watched anything. Um, and haven't really been able to talk it. And the NFL playoffs are going. Maybe I'll do a Super Bowl predict. Uh, next episode, we'll run through the teams, what I feel, you know, and then we'll do a Super Bowl wrap up, you know, depending on who wins and, and my level of interest. I'm really only rooting for uh, the Bengals a little bit, and, that, and that's about it. The other three teams are just kind of, eh, kind of whatever for me. They're not really doing it for me. I don't think the I think the Eagles are the the weak link in. But, I mean, I'm not going to switch from finances to football just yet. I'll probably do that. Uh, as this year develops, I, I do want to get more on involved on TikTok and probably uh, finally get to vlogging these podcasts as I get more topics interested. And there's stuff, a lot of stuff happening this year. Uh, I got my tickets for Kang. Uh, Kang. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. That's coming. That's something I hopefully... Uh, you know, it's pretty soon here, like, or a couple weeks away. So I got tickets for that. I believe on the 15th or the 16th, whatever day it comes out. Um, but as we get into the year and things start happening as far as entertainment-wise, um, maybe I'll wrap up Willow. Uh, I think I talked about it a little bit. That, that was a little great chunk of the story. Maybe we'll do that. I finished watching that. Um... Yeah, so I'll get more topics, more interesting ones, more more uh, topics as well. Like back to the week to weekly thing, just at the end of the year, Christmas and all that, you know. And then it rained for me. It rained a lot, so it wasn't didn't have much going on. And there wasn't much going on anyway, other than I got a switch, and I've been playing the switch. And maybe that's kind of why my podcasting went down because I was watching a lot of shows. And reporting on them, watching movies and reporting on them. And I was not gaming as much. I've been gaming a lot more now. And it's like kind of like, oh, okay, let me get back to podcasting. But bear with me, guys, as we conquer the world and uh, as we get some more topics to talk about here. So catch you guys on the next one. Laters.